the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome back. We have open lines for you at 602-508-0960, Anything on your mind, we're here for you. We have Bill back. I hope you had a good day of vacation. I should have asked you about that. I would normally ask if you saw any good movies or read any good books, but I know your days of vacation are seriously spent in kind of a desert solitaire contemplative state, aren't they? Yes. Yes. Uh, 602-508-0960. I ended the last hour, last segment of the last hour, talking about how the Democrats at the Judiciary Subcommittee hearings today on government censorship of social media, how the Democrats had uh, thrown in the towel, had raised the white flag on everything they used to stand for in their questioning of Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, not only denying and trying to perpetuate the notion that Taibbi and Schellenberger aren't journalists, uh, trying to secure from them demand of them their confidential sources, Um publicly stating they had no idea who Barry Weiss was, showing and revealing the stupidity of themselves for, A, not knowing who Barry Weiss was, but also melding the fact that they have read none of the documentation that has been released by Barry Weiss, Michael Schellenberger, and Matt Taibbi. They don't even know the case that conservatives have been making because they have refused to read or look at any of the evidence. It's easy, I suppose, to have invincible ignorance when you don't even bother to look at any of the evidence, which has been out there for a while. And surprise, you know, to me, these Congress people, congressmen and women, have have a ton of staff. It's as if their staff was directed not to read it or at least not to brief their bosses on it. They just showed themselves ignorant on all that Schellenberger, Taibbi, and Barry Weiss have prodigiously revealed over the last, what, four months. And they didn't know enough not to confess their own ignorance in the questioning of it all. And then, of course, the last, the last snaky thing they did not sneaky, snaky, was accused them of being paid for their testimony, which, of course, both of them denied. They were not being paid for their testimony. And the New York Times, which claims itself to be the paper of record in America with all the news that's fit to print, and the Washington Post, which claims to be the paper of record for all things Washington and politics, whose masthead says democracy dies in darkness, They will have nothing to say about all of this negative toward the Democrats. They will not give Taibbi or Weiss or Schellenberger or what they've revealed the time of day. 
No, what will they be doing? They're not interested in chasing down this obvious and prodigiously documented effort by the government to censor social media from a liberal left-wing perspective. No, they're not interested in that. What are they interested in doing? If you listen to them over the last particularly four days, but really going back further than that, what is the media interested in doing? They're interested in going after Fox News. That's what they're interested in doing. It is surprising to me that when the New York Post first broke the Hunter Biden laptop story, major media outlets were just fine with the censorship of the New York Post and the shutting down of the New York Post's Twitter pages and the shutting down of people's ability to replicate, retweet, republish the New York Post story. This major media was happy to watch one of their fellow media outlets, the New York Post, a paper founded by Alexander Hamilton, be silenced, be censored, be shut down. They were happy with that. Fine, just fine with it. Nothing to say, nothing to see, and we'll go along with it because of the greater good. What is the greater good? The greater good was to, of course, defeat Donald Trump when that story came out about a month before the election. The greater good is a claim most media never went along with, especially when it came to requests of prior restraint or censorship. It's like when a government agency or spokesman would say, we can't tell you because of national security. You know what the media usually does with those things? That's when they go to work harder and put more reporters on the story, when the government is trying to keep something from them under the guise of some greater good or the phrase national security. That's when they really go to work, which is why there was the Pentagon Papers case about national security in the first place, involving the Washington Post and the New York Times, fighting that censorship, fighting that prior restraint. So the media goes, the mainstream media first goes after the New York Post, and now it's going after Fox News. They're not going after the government. That's what you would think That's what you would think a mainstream media would be doing. That was the right that was reaffirmed, reified, and solidified in the Pentagon Papers case. As I said, that great language from Hugo Black and William O. Douglas. The press was to serve the governed, not the governors. Not do the FBI's bidding, not do the Department of Justice's bidding, not do a president's or a State Department's bidding. The next sentence, the government's power to censor the press was abolished abolished so that the press would remain forever free to criticize they say censure credit i use the word criticize because people confuse censure and censor the government's power to censor the press was abolished so that the press would remain forever to criticize and investigate the government and here you have some outlets doing it here you have some outlets doing it. The New York Post and Fox News. And what is the mainstream media doing about that? Going along with the censorship of the New York Post and the condemnation, wholesale condemnation of Fox News with prominent Democrats standing on the floor of the Senate and the House saying certain journalists at Fox should be fired. 
Is there any greater censorship than that? There is one. There is one greater censorship than firing a member of the press. The most extreme form. Socrates. And what is the what is the what is the the shibboleth that they use? What is the the code word they use? What is their dog whistle? Except it's not so high pitched we can all hear it. They just don't like it when we discover it. What is the word that the mainstream media and the Democrats like to use in the name of going after other media outlets that happen to be or tilt conservative? Disinformation. Disinformation. I didn't know we got rid of editorial and opinion commentary and pages in this country. But disinformation... is something we're supposed to decide, not the government. Not the government. And the media shouldn't be doing, the mainstream media shouldn't be doing the government's bidding and going after fellow journalists under the guise of disinformation. And do they have the right and credibility? Do they have the factual, historical, and moral credibility, these media figures, to be going after Fox or the New York Post for their interpretation of what they consider disinformation? They, who spent years saying Donald Trump and his advisors conspired with Vladimir Putin to steal the 2020 election, they have credibility to talk about purported disinformation from Fox or the New York Post, both of which have not been proven to be perpetrating anything that is disinformation, by the way. There have been no revelations of disinformation coming out of Fox or the New York Post. The Hunter Biden story has been vindicated. The intelligence professionals professionals like James Clapper and his 49 other lackeys who called it disinformation, they're the ones who are shamed and embarrassed or should be except for the fact that they have the worst form of shame, which is having none. I'm Seth Liebson, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. You know, it was just, I got an email over the break here. It was dawning on me. Um that a lot of the tactics, not to mention policies, that the Democrats use these days, a lot of their chief weaponry come from historically noxious origins. That's why a lot of us, maybe not enough, but a lot of us get chills down our spines when we see policies and practices that tell us that your immutable characteristics like your ethnicity or your race determine how you think or how you should think or determine what benefits you should or should not get, what rights should adhere to you, what privileges, what immunities, comes from a pretty noxious and toxic legacy, whether it comes from legacies of 
chattel slavery and race-based slavery, whether it comes from legacies of eugenics, whether it comes from legacies that we thought were dead and gone and buried at Nuremberg. When they start talking about disinformation boards, it comes from a pretty noxious and toxic legacy, and they justify it without a pang of conscience or guilt. Got this email, third area, during the break. Dear Seth, I know this sounds cynical, but the actions of the Democrats today in the media have the odor of the big lie theory. As BLM activists reference so much from Marx and Lenin, why should we be surprised by Democrat and certain media behavior having the odor of Goebbels? Big lie theory. Joseph Goebbels said the essential English leadership secret does not depend on intelligence. It depends on stupid thick-headedness. The English follow the principle that when one lies, one should lie big and stick to it. They keep up their lies even at the risk of looking ridiculous. But Goebbels got it from an even earlier source. Goebbels got it from a 1925 book called Mein Kampf, where it is written that the big lie always has a certain force of credibility because the broad masses of a nation are always more easily corrupted in the deeper strata of their emotional nature than consciously or voluntarily, and thus in the primitive simplicity of their minds they more readily fall victims to the big lie than the small lie, since they themselves often tell small lies and little matters but would be ashamed to resort to large ones. It would never come into their heads to fabricate colossal untruths, and they would not believe others could have the impudence to distort the truth so infamously. The bigger the lie, the more easily believed, because why would someone ever think someone would lie so big? What did F. Scott Fitzgerald say in The Great Gatsby? He was amazed at the elaborateness of the lie. These are not great progeny for the chief weaponry of the Democrats today, or the left. John is in Peoria. Hi, John. Hey, Seth, how are you? I'm all right, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, my friend. Hey, listen, about what you were saying about, uh, you know, the Democrats condemning uh, Tucker Carlson. Thank God for Tucker. I mean, you and him both... uh, I believe, are doing God's work. He just has a little bit bigger platform than you. I would never claim to be doing that work, John. I'm with Lincoln. You know what Lincoln said? But you're kind to say it, so I will thank you for that very nice statement. But I don't want to let it go unsaid. Lincoln said, I I don't know if... God is on my side. I'm just trying to be on his. I, you know, you're, I don't know if it's God's work, but we're just trying to no, tell def- the truth as definitely. we see it, doing our best, our feeble best in this otherwise no, dark you're period. Definitely on God's oh side, no, no, friend. no! I don't God's have that. We don't have access. I don't have access. But I think I am. As long as I'm on yours for this moment, I'm happy, John. How's that? Thank God. Okay. Thank God. All right. Hey, listen. Yes, sir. There's the and Tucker showed them last night. I mean, I'll, these. Some of these Republicans, too. I'm sorry, Seth. I'm going to always do what you say going forward in my life. I'll hold my nose and I'll vote R. But I I just, this 
disavowed myself from the party. You don't I, have to uh, live in. It's a good thing you don't live in Kentucky. Is probably what you're trying to tell me. Yes. Okay. Uh, was, <laughs> all right. All right. Bad. But here's the two that were a surprise. Here's the two I was surprised at that uh, condemned uh, 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 Grassley and Kennedy. Now he has Kramer, Rounds, Grassley, Thune, Graham. Of course, he's a. You know, he goes whichever wind the wind, the way the wind goes. Kennedy, Crenshaw, uh, Kelly Armstrong, and despicable Mitch McConnell, Tom Tillis, and despicable Mitt Romney. Uh, those were the ones that uh, were outraged by what Tucker did. And I'm telling you, Tucker's only trying to put forward the truth. And I mean, did you see him last night, the one, uh, what he showed last night? So I've been reading the transcripts, John, uh, just because I haven't had it, which I can do. Uh, the reason I do that is that I, I can work a little faster that way. And I and no question will be missing things. But I did see some of the video from the first two nights. So I'm not totally uh, 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 unaware of what you're speaking. Yeah. And he showed last night the exculpatory evidence for the shaman and then how despicable those U.S. attorneys were how evil they were and they didn't reveal that to the uh, to his attorney and uh, uh, that's un- unconscionable when you don't give the exculpatory evidence uh, the good the bad and the ugly for a defendant i'm serious man i'm now, just so, i'm just so shocked i'm just so shocked at the media now crying with these crocodile tears over the fact that uh, tucker is putting or fox news is putting information out more rather than less and that they were just very happy very happy and happily quiet sitting under their own little vine and fig trees as they watched nancy pelosi not only dismiss the republicans the republican party wanted on her committee wouldn't allow witness cross-examination and would not allow republican witnesses and hired a Good Morning America producer to put together a doctored video, a doctored video. They sat under their vine and fig tree with no complaint as the J6 committee put out a doctored video, John. And now they have a problem. Now, all of a sudden, because it's over at Fox News with fuller disclosure, now now they're crying foul. I don't know yeah, what. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 it's, a, it's an amazing world we live in. I you know, I almost don't know if we even share the same world in some respects. I, I just don't know if we share the same basic. The basic understandings of right, wrong, just, unjust, decent, indecent, appropriate, inappropriate, legal, illegal. I just don't know if we do anymore. Is the division that wide? Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. John, are you still there? Do you have a little more in the tank there, buddy? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just, I'm here still. Go right ahead. Um, no, I was just saying that, um, you know, just to reiterate that, that it, it's unconscionable. I mean, this shaman guy, according to his lawyer, you know, he was a veteran. He had uh, mental health issues that were diagnosed, I guess, somewhere during his term of service. Um, supposedly he's 
pretty smart kind of a guy, according to his attorney, and he's a gentle guy. And he even led a prayer on the floor of the Senate for all the police officers there. I don't know if they showed that video. There were like nine police officers, and nobody stopped them. They actually guided them into the Senate chamber where he said a prayer for the police officers, you know. And he was supposed to be the big bad boogeyman. Yeah, I saw uh, that, uh, John, and I um, it, it, there's there's some conflicting stuff going around about some of that, and I don't want to get into it too terribly deeply right now. But take a look at what uh, Andrew McCarthy wrote and Scott Johnson wrote over at National Review and Powerline, um, respectively. There's there's a little bit more to it than just that. There's a little bit more to it than just that, but. I'll tell you something. Um, you're absolutely right that no one had any idea that's what was taking place on January 6th until this week. No one had any idea. No one. No one. And it, it, I'll go back to what I was saying to you earlier. Why you would want to suppress that, why you would not want to reveal that is – only has one answer is that you wanted to use selective and doctored tape and audio for a political purpose. And that's shameful. That's just shameful. And the same, and the same thing, Seth, they keep on saying five police officers died. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. Not. Of course not. None. None. No police officers died that day. None. One committed su- uh, 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 one died of natural causes, Officer Sitnik, yep. and he was a Trump supporter. Yep. He died of natural causes, which was supposedly a stroke, but we don't know the full extent of that. And that was several days after. Who won't he they use? Who a- won't they use? What lies will they not tell? The and answer the is officer- there's no one they won't use, and there's no lie they won't tell. And there's other off those other four officers. They died. They committed suicide uh, 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 a good period of time after January sixth. Such 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 is that story of the. I, I don't know if all of them did. Did the, all of all the others do? I know, I know there were a couple. Supposedly that, yes. The, I know there the were. I, I remember reading there were a couple. I don't know if all did, but either way, it doesn't matter for my point, which is why is that not being investigated in and of itself? When 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 cops, police, law enforcement officers, public officials of any kind are involved in a, I don't know, call it a nationwide scandal if you want. It certainly was that. No, no matter what side you were on, it was a nationwide scandal. When 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 a suicide is involved from a law enforcement officer, why is that not more deeply investigated? Why is there not more curiosity about that? I mean, it's such a sad awful thing to think about obviously that kind of any death but of course especially those kinds so there's probably a little bit of a a little bit of a natural inclination not to want to go too deeply but as long as one side is going to exploit and lie about their deaths it seems to me someone might be curious enough to investigate the real circumstances around them we've been fed a lie about them for 2 years it's an odd thing, that, John. You know what I'm talking about. No, I, I do. I do for sure. I, I, 
I'm quite familiar, yeah. Uh, Seth. Yeah, I don't. I, based yes. on my yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to disclose anything, but people understand, yeah, and you. you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and but here's the deal too. You know, we all, all of us, every single one of us, disavow any kind of violence. Of course. Took, and violence did take place. That of course day. it did. Uh, and I denounced yeah, it. Again, I don't know till I was red in the face. Denounced it till I was and, and, red in the face. Absolutely. John, bless you, sir. Thank you. I got to run. Thank you for your service. We'll be right back. A lot of you have been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now, and if you still have some questions about what it's like to invest with them, what it can mean for you, feel free to call them at 888 Y-Refi 34, that's 888-Y-Refi 34, and they'll happily put you in touch with any number of satisfied clients and customers of theirs in the Phoenix area who have been investing with them and doing quite well. They'd like me to ask you how your IRA is doing. Would you like your IRA to be earning strong fixed interest rates and not be dependent on the Fed or the stock market or Joe Biden's economy? Did you know you can invest with Y-Refi through an IRA or other qualified fund? You can keep your investment, including the high fixed interest rates you earn tax-deferred. That's right. Your money can stay in your IRA, and you don't have to pay taxes on the income you earn. InvestYRefi.com. I was checking on the break. John John was absolutely right. Outside of uh, Sicknick, the um, four others were uh, suicidals, suicidal deaths. Sorry. <coughs> but the point, the larger series of points around it abide. I wanted to return to this this notion, whence this notion that other members of the media have any any uh, claim, any moral justification, any high horse to ride to condemn other news outlets like The Post or Fox for peddling untruths or what they call disinformation over at Real Clear Politics. This is what the mainstream media has considered truth. Donald Trump and his advisors conspired with Vladimir Putin to steal the 2020 election. People who peddled that are going after Fox and the New York Post. Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. People who peddled that are going after Fox and the New York Post. Summer protests of 2020 were mostly peaceful, or that protests don't have to be peaceful. People who are peddled that are going after Fox and the New York Post. January 6th was a dress rehearsal for a civil war. People who peddled that going after Fox and the New York Post. People who said it was the greatest threat to our democracy since the Civil War. People who said Antifa is just an idea. People who peddled those notions and falsehoods are going after Fox and the New York Post. Mean, ma- mainstream organizations that's, that report the southern U- U.S. border is secure, that John Fetterman was healthy enough to serve in the Senate. Remember that one brave reporter who disclosed how hard it was for John Fetterman to do an interview. They went after the reporter for disclosing the truth. How about people who peddled the notion that only a racist conspiracy theorist could suspect that COVID-19 might have leaked from a Chinese lab that was experimenting with similar viruses? 
something even the FBI admits now is the most likely scenario. Critical race theory is only taught in law schools. People who peddled that are going after Fox and the New York Post. That the American Revolution was fought to preserve slavery. People who peddled that are going after the New York Post and Fox. How about that Ron DeSantis sought to prevent Florida teachers from discussing slavery or black history or the use of the word gay? And put on TV fake videos of bookshelves of empty books saying that it was DeSantis administration that got rid of those books. Doctored. A doctored event. People who said Nick Sandman was guilty for going after a Native American in a prejudicial and bigoted way. I suppose it's not of the same category, but it's perhaps an even bigger one, the idea that men can menstruate and give birth, or that six-year-olds should be capable of making irrevocable life decisions, or that a gang of MAGA Republicans were carrying nooses roaming the frigid streets of Chicago at 2 a.m. when they happened upon Jussie Smollett. They're going after Fox and the New York Post. That a man repeatedly shouted racial slurs during a Duke versus BYU volleyball game, while not a single fan in the crowd, the crowded arena tried to stop him. The list goes on and on about the lies the media in the mainstream have been perpetrating. They have had massive consequences, they've led to violence. They've led to impeachments. They've led to distorted election outcomes. And when the New York Post and Fox tries to tell or show the whole story, they're the ones who are guilty. That's who the press goes after. Goes after Fox. No introspection. No apologies. No regrets. Rush used to call them the drive-by media because they would just... You know, drive by, spraying this nonsense without any pang of conscience or truth. Just as we would hope that colleges might put a statement in their handbooks about what education is and that it might lead you to sometimes feeling or being offended or hearing things you disagree with might be good for journalism schools to start teaching courses. I don't need them to get into Plato and the Republic's quest of how to discover the truth, but it might be good for them to teach courses on bias, the difference between news and editorial, and what the First Amendment really is about, and that it applies to everyone regardless of their editorial position. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson show. J. Peter Zane writes that journalists occupy a special place in our society. They're members of the vaunted 
fourth estate because they're supposed to be honest brokers in a world of shading spinners. Their mandate is to combine open-minded curiosity with unforgiving skepticism to challenge claims. Instead, they've embraced ideology and result-oriented activism that seeks to shape reality rather than report it, which has eroded trust in the industry and hurt the country in the process. Anyone who grew up probably from about before the year 1970, I'm guessing, maybe 72, 73, everyone who grew up in an earlier age used to recognize what that was called. It was called yellow journalism. The Fox News critics who falsely claim that they are as pure as Caesar's wife are more akin to Captain Louis Renal in Casablanca, who was shocked to find gambling was going on at Rick's Cafe as he was handed his winnings. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. It's just another long line in the episode of reminders of how far journalism has fallen. Americans don't trust much of it anymore. They don't touch trust what they read. They don't trust what they hear. They don't trust what they see because they shouldn't. And they wonder why we're all so divided. They wonder why we're all so tense and full of anxiety. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.